Okay. So I never did actually get around to that actual vision. And I don't know how important it really is. So I want to talk about something that I definitely feel is extremely important. On like my little vacation where I like left. One thing I definitely heard someone say was this is why you need to stay at home. And I felt it was beneficial for me to leave. But it's just that I end up working way harder and end up having to put in way more work when I'm away from home. I noticed when I got back home that and it's homework, it's bugging me because I realize it's a trigger word. I don't know if this is home. I don't know what home feels like anymore, really. My home is with God, so that means that since God is with me everywhere I go, home is in my heart. So I have yet to find a place that matches what home feels like with God. You know, I don't know if this is a place for me. I just know that I'm here for a reason. But, you know, back at my house, or my place, you know, when I got back to my place, I felt like something, like a sense of understanding, definitely a sense of understanding. Like, this is why it felt, like, don't you feel the difference? And just wanted me to come to that understanding on my own. Like, the difference of what it felt like when I was out and then what it felt like when I was back. And what it felt like when I was back. It's like, we understand why, you know, who you are and what you're doing. And we're supportive. Like, we may not be fully on board, but we are supportive of what you are doing. Some of us are supportive of what you are doing in certain ways. And that was the difference from when you were out. And it was, it hurt me because I felt, you know, this is over time of them obviously getting to know me, I guess. But I just felt hurt because I did feel the difference while I was out. I felt that there was a potential to have allowed some some of these people to see who God is and to possibly have new additions to this fight. And I saw, I noticed people were trying I got on my knees and I prayed. And as I fought a little bit, I couldn't fight. I usually fight because something was holding me back and something made me feel like, you know, like something blocked that from happening. I believe that that was intentional. I heard someone say it's because they don't deserve it. But I don't believe that because it doesn't matter who you are. Everybody deserves God. But it's, I think it was more of fear, fear, fear somewhere in that of what could happen if new people were added, the unpredictableness of it. And then partially, you know, 
fear of being let down by new people. It was it was more than that. It was It was something. But all I know is something I kept hearing the entire time and I have been hearing the entire time. And I haven't been able to put together and I haven't been able to figure out what this means, why I keep hearing this. or certain things I hear every day and I can't figure out what it means or why I'm hearing it. But I know it has something to do with God. Like there's so many things I hear daily that has so much to do with God that I can't figure out. And what I will always hear is they don't know me. They don't know me. And then I will hear you know, I don't know you, or they don't know you, I don't know you. And then I would say, they don't know me. And then that's when everybody would say, we know you, we know you, we know you. And they would start to get, you know, some would get offended, some would be pushy, and some would be like, you know, if I said I know you, I know you. You know, I know you. And some would try and attack me because of it. Like, people would be so, like, people would try and push their way in and make and try and feel like, I know you. And then some people would be like, you know, upset you know how could you say I don't know you or some people are just like I know you you know we know you and then that's when I would start to get attacked by everybody and it was like I couldn't hide I couldn't hide not that I was trying to but it was just like I couldn't I couldn't avoid it I couldn't avoid it everywhere I go I can't avoid it everywhere I go so I wondered, I wonder what this is. What does this mean? Like, why is everybody saying what I always hear? You know, they don't know me. And then I'm saying, they do know me. They all know me. Everywhere I go, they know me. What do you mean they don't know me? That's what God is saying. They don't know me. And I couldn't figure it out why he was saying that. Because everywhere I go, they know me. And they would always be like, we know you. Like, you try to hide, you try to say, we don't know you, we know you. And then this past few days, somebody had said, all I know is I was just like, God, why? Why are why are you allowing them to do this? Like, why is this hurting so bad? What can I do? What is it? What is like like what do I what is going on? What is what is it that you're trying to tell me? What is it that you're trying to show me? What is it that you need me to know? And he would always say, he never hides things. They don't know me. And everybody will always insist, we know you. Or I know you. Or you know, and sometimes God will say, she knows me. He knows me. 
This is every blue moon. It happens so rarely. I barely can pinpoint the times that it happened. But it happens. And when it happens, I am so relieved. I feel so happy. I feel so thankful. I feel so blessed. I want to cry. I literally am like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Because somebody knows him. Out of all these millions of people who do not know him. If he says you don't know him, you don't know him. You don't fight Jesus. I know you. We know you. You don't get upset and try to shoot the messenger. You don't start acting out and turn against him and rebel more. What you do is you pick up your Bible and you get to know him. Get to know him. It's not hard. It's not hard. It is, but it's not. So, all I know is like, you know, different things are happening where people get upset that he says they don't know me. And then they start treating me different. And they start trying to kick me out of establishments. They start trying to put me out of places. They start trying to keep me from getting things that I need. They start trying to cut my resources off. They start trying to, you know, put me in very uncomfortable or odd positions. They start to try and make my life a living hell. Because Jesus says that they don't know him. So they're shooting the messenger as if that makes a difference where you'll end up. When you know what you got to do. And I feel so put in such a a bad position because obviously God has chosen me as a vessel for this mission. And then everybody gets mad at me and start pointing out everything that's wrong with me. Like, her? She's this. She's that. She did this and she did that. But she knows you? You chose her? Well, if it's her, then, you know, automatically want to turn against God as if God makes a mistake. And it's okay that everybody talk about me. You know, it hurts, but whatever. Everybody, you know, ready to stump me into the ground because they don't know Jesus. That's fine. It just hurts me more when I see that they rather give up on him and rather not even get to know him when he's here. And because he's here and because you're having this encounter with him where he says you don't know him, that is the greatest blessing you could ever have to hear that now instead of hearing that on judgment day. He's saying you don't know him now, which means you still have an opportunity to get to know him. That's the best blessing I could ever ask for if that ever happened to me. And I would, and, and if I ever encountered anybody and Jesus said, you don't know me through that person, the be- that's the best blessing that could ever happen to me because that could have happened on judgment day. And by then he's saying, depart from me. That means hellfire. You got that now? You still got an opportunity. You have an opportunity, but I get it. We make mistakes every day. We're sinful. We're not perfect. So a lot of times we squander opportunities. But like I said, it's still the same thing. I am fighting my way out of hell. Jesus is fighting me out of hell. He's battling for me. So I know he'll do it for you. And more than that, You know, even though I have to go through so much, obviously this can scare anybody off. But what it shouldn't do 
It scare you into the other direction. It, sh- it shouldn't scare you off. Don't let it scare you off because if anything, it shows you how much you really don't want to be in that position or on that side. Even though I'm still making mistakes, trust me. Everything I'm going through should prove this is worth that fight. It's worth that fight. But it takes bravery and it takes courage. So many people say that they are brave and they are courageous or would be for the things that matter the most. If it were the right thing. This is the right thing. Jesus is the right thing. But all I know is I'm in a hotel and, you know, I'm fighting fighting and fighting and fighting and I'm like God why what is it why and God is like they don't know me that's what he says that's why I'm fighting so hard that's why I'm battling like this that's why God is fighting with me like this and it's like you know I feel like I'm in a fire because he says they don't know him we people don't know him I'm blessed to know God I'm blessed to know him. I almost didn't know him. That was never going to happen, but I'm blessed to know him. And And so God is always trying his best to protect me. By keeping me from saying anything. Like, just don't talk. Even though I'm not wrong for repeating what he said. People ask all the time, what does he say about me? What does he say about me? And every single time is, I don't know you. You don't know me. I don't know you. And people get so upset, they immediately become an enemy. Because I repeated what he said. That's why he always tells me, don't ask and don't tell. Because they don't want to hear that. They don't want the truth. People are running away from the truth, not towards it. And it's sad, but all I know is I called and so many, and almost like I wasn't going to get any help for anything. And like I'm fighting. And then. Somebody decided to go out of their way. But when they decided to go out of their way, it was revealed to me like they're going out of their way in hopes that this will make a difference. And these this is not the kind of things that make a difference. Don't mislead anyone into believing that if they cater to you or put you in comfort or treat you better or make you feel luxurious or like a queen or anything, that that is going to put them in a better position with me, God. It's not. So if they continue to treat you like that, you just have to suffer for me. That's what you have to do. You have to suffer for Christ. So that means if it feels like they're being misled, you should probably speak up because you're going to be held accountable. If you accept special treatment based off of the fact of them believing that treating you special is going to put them in a better position with me, now would be too late to start doing that. The only thing that they can do is become obedient. Follow my commandments, consult with me, start praying, and get to know me. 
That is all they can do. They cannot do any. You're just the messenger. You're just a vessel. They cannot put you in a better position. They cannot help you, give you anything. That is bribery. That is bribery. So you cannot bribe your way into heaven. If it were possible, you know, nobody would try to be a good person. And everybody who wanted to go would just be there. You can't bribe your way into heaven. But anyway, somebody started to go out of their way and I had to warn them. Don't do anything you would not normally do because that is not going to put you in a better position. Sometimes I get a little, I'm still not perfect. Sometimes I have, you know, thoughts where I'm like, why not let them do and go out of their way to do things as much as they go out of their way to sin and be disobedient to God? You know, what's the harm in that? Maybe that's what they deserve. And God always checks me like, nope. You're going to have to pay for that. You're going to have to answer for that. doesn't matter. You don't determine what they deserve. I do. So just let them. And I always have to deny things and get treated worse. But trust me, if I really, you know, if I really deny everything... It would be like how it was before. Everybody hated me. So it's not that I do it so that people don't hate me. It's just that I realized, like, you know, it wasn't it wasn't the fact that, you know, you can't treat me special that got you hating me. What it was was that, you know, you asked me what he said about you, and you didn't like what he said back. So I'm not going to consider... I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to be deceptive or tell a half truth or be a liar or anything. But what I'm saying is, if you are upset and want to mistreat me based off of what he is saying or what he said you are, where you are with him, then I am not responsible for any behavior, good or bad, that you feel like you need to act after he said that or after you got that message. Because the fact of the matter is, what I am really responsible for is telling you at all. And I'm least responsible for that because guess what? You know, that's not a crime. It's just he's just trying to make it easier on me because he knows how you will respond. So we could do this all day, but I'm not going to do that because I'm going to keep it simple and I'm going to do my best to be more like Jesus. And Jesus wouldn't do that. He would base it off of how you can understand it. So I just try my best to be as far away from offending anyone as possible. But at the same at the same time, if it's more offensive to God, you will just have to be offended. Doing the best that I can. Because like I said, I'm a just a vessel, but I deal with this all day every day. All day every day. So Somebody came to my door, went out of their way. They said they were coming. I asked them to come. But, you know, they brought some things and went out of their way. And all I know is, you know, when they left the things at the door, I did not want to, I didn't want to, I didn't want to greet anybody at the door. God is like, like, I got this feeling that was like, you know, greet them, you know, let them see her face and say hi and everything. 
And I was like, I just don't feel like that's the best thing to do because I feel like I would be inching more towards of like this is more like a celebrity thing. And I am not the celebrity. I am not a celebrity. I am nobody. This is about God. So you don't really need to see me, you know. But, you know, I just decided with God, like, it's best for me to do my best to carry on how I've been doing. And, like, if that means minimal interaction in order to avoid, you know, false truths, meaning I don't want this person to think, Oh, she greeted me and she, you know, talked to me and everything. And then they go on idolizing me instead of, you know, giving all that glory to God. It's not about me at all. So, and I'm not trying to make excuses. But, you know, if I wasn't going to do that before, I'm not going to do it now. Because, you know, you're, you know, I don't want to say anybody's acting like a fan or I have fans. Because I don't have fans. But, you know, would you care who I was? Outside of that, I can't let idolatry happen. I can't let that happen. Like, somebody told me while I was out, you could just start your own religion. All these people you got following you. And I cried because, I cried because how could I ever go and start my own religion based off of the clout or the following I got off of Jesus' name? He gave me this power. He put me in this position. Without him, I'm just a regular person walking down the street. You probably wouldn't even remember you saw me. So how can I start my own religion based off of that? Like, no. I see if that's the kind of person I was already. Like, if I that was the kind of person I was from the jump. Like, I wasn't already following Jesus or a Christian or fighting to be with God. And so people just started following me based off my character. That's different. At least I know I'm cold. But I am hot for God. I don't want to become lukewarm. Like, I don't want to, like, I'm already, you know, struggling to be better. I can't do, like, that's horrible. I I cried because when I, even when I repeated it in my mind, God tried to stop me from repeating what they said in my mind. When I repeated it in my mind, it hurt his feelings. The thought, the consideration that came after it. I'm not perfect. You know, different things pop in my mind. Of course, you consider them. But I never considered it really. I just realized that once I re- once I repeated what was said, the devil immediately, you know, starts with all kinds of enticements and temptations and deceptive lies like in this and that. And yeah, and, you know, I know what I'm doing. But I just say, I'll just say, this is what I thought. I'll be honest what I thought. What I thought was, you know, not that I want to do that, but well, this is what I think about everything, not everything, but almost anything that, you know, is kind of enticing that way, which I know is planted by the devil. But I immediately think, you know, I wouldn't want to do that anyways. That's not where I want to be or where I want to do things. I just know that. Sometimes I feel like anything is better than what I'm going through. Anything. And that's a horrible thought to have. But like I said, I chose what I chose. If that were really true, if anything were really better than what I'm going through, then the door is always open. Like, God is never locking me anywhere. I'm not locked to anything. 
besides the fact that I'm locked to this journey if I choose God. I'm locked into completing this mission if God be who I choose. If I don't choose God, I'm not locked to anything. I go do what I want. But I choose God, so yes, I'm locked to the completion of this mission. There's no way I'm skipping any steps. It's not possible. So that is that. But when the person dropped the things off at the door, they expected me to open the door. And I didn't want to. I was just like, you know, please just leave it at the door. And then that's when, you know, that's when the person was like, they whispered to the, under the door, I know you. So immediately there was a debate with Jesus, and I hate this part because I don't want to slander anybody, but immediately there was a debate with Jesus that was like, what? No, you don't. Jesus was like, what? No, you don't. And I was just like, no, 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 please don't say that. Please don't say that. I don't want them to attack me. And Jesus like, you know, you know, I'm like, God, and then that's when I'm trying to intercede for this individual. Like, maybe, like, God, if they say they know you, why would they say that? You know, is there any part in any place in their journey where, you know, they would feel like they know you? Or there's some, or is there, is, can you just tell me what it is I can tell them that they can do in order to build on what they feel like they know you from or where they feel like they know you so that they can know you? And, you know, I go through this a lot, but like, you know, that's when the person is just like, I read my Bible. I have the Bible app. I read my Bible. I know God. And they were, you know, I can't tell them anything. They're sure. And it's not for me to tell them. It's for God to tell them. But, you know, that's when, you know, God is like, uh, yeah, well, you, like, when they like, or when you reading your Bible, are you truly giving your heart to God? Is I think what I asked, and they're like, yeah. And God is like, uh, no, not really. And then they insist that they know Him, and He just doesn't know them. And He says, I don't know you. He's not a liar. He doesn't lie. So for me, I have to be careful not to lie, too. So it's best for me just not to say anything. Do my best to try and help them in whatever way that I can. And then don't say anything, you know? So I have to avoid questions like this. A lot of times, sometimes I make a mistake and I start answering questions. And I just have to be careful with that. Always have to be careful with that. God always you know, checks me about that. Like, you know, you probably do more harm than good when you think you're trying to help them. So it's probably best just to not answer questions like that. Tell them to take it to God. And if they truly do seek me with their whole heart, they're never going to be turned away. So it's not your responsibility and under no circumstances. So don't even, you know, don't participate at all. And it's like, I get in trouble for this because in a way I'm working on things on myself and it's like that may be somewhere in some somewhere in that I'm seeking validation from people. Like I don't want to let them down or I want someone else to love God like I love God. I want someone else to fight for God like I fight for God. You know? So I have to be careful with that. This is my mission is not that part. So but I just want to talk about how that how revealing that was. 
for God to say, you know, they don't know me. He's been saying that the whole time. And he's not saying it to be, you know, to expose people or anything like that. God is saying that because I'm asking him, God, why? Why are they doing this? Why does this hurt like this? Why are they, you know, attacking me? Why is this happening? God is telling me every time because he loves me and he he answers my prayers. That's all that is. And I want to be careful because I understand that this conversation can turn a lot of people away from God. Like like I said, people hear where they really at with him and they decide they want to be more rebellious or more stubborn when it comes to giving their heart to him and getting closer to him. And then I'm held accountable for the way that I delivered the message. But overall, I'm going to be okay, you know, as long as I fight for God and I have, my, like, my heart is, being, is my intent is in the right place. It's just very hard for my intent to be in the right place, you know, when I am trying to take on or carry the burdens of others, you know, because I want them to win, you know, because they believe that they should or they are or I I know what that's like you know but if God is saying let them get there like they like let them do the work they need to do you know you had to do the work you need to do when it comes down to it when it came down to this journey with God I had to choose him no one else around me was was able to help me with that decision only God I could only depend on God nobody helped me that is not being bitter, and it's not being spiteful. It's not holding anything against anybody. I forgive them, and I, you know, I and I forget. But guess what? I had to do that on my own. No, God had to do that. You know, just me and God. Everybody attacked me, did the best they could to stop me from getting to where I needed to be. And I had to fight. On my own, I can't, nobody could have carried me there. And people tried. People tried to carry me. When it got really, really hard, a few people loved me enough that they wanted to carry me there. They couldn't. I had to do it. Jesus wanted to be able to carry me there. I had to do the work. So... Everybody has to do their work. If I could do the work for you, I would try my best, even though I already feel so overwhelmed. But I just thought that was important that I got that revelation, you know, these past few days. Now God's mad at me because I may have said the wrong thing. Not that I meant to, but I just want to be very clear you know, God loves everybody. He loves everybody. When he says you don't know him, he just means that you don't know his commandments. You don't know his word. You don't apply it to your heart. Your heart doesn't know it. You don't choose him over everything in your life. You idolize things over God. God is the only one to be idolized. You have things that you can work on with him. Everybody 
who know who knows God is not always, you know, a hundred percent where they need to be. Like I'm not where a hundred percent where I need to be, and you know I'm amazed to know Him, especially in comparison to everything I need to be doing and how much work needs to be done. You know, there's a lot of people who, like I'm, what I'm pretty much saying is it's not that hard. People don't have to feel like it's, you know, the hardest thing in the world to know God. Oh, because he doesn't know anybody. He's saying he don't know anybody. It must be super hard to know God. No, that's not true. You tell yourself that, you know, because you don't want to do the work. You tell yourself that because you don't want to accept that you don't know him. You already know that. You know if you know God or not. So it's not a surprise. Nothing he says is a surprise. He's only telling you what you already know. A lot of times we're just in denial. I was an M2 still. He's telling me where I'm at in hell based off of the sin I've committed. He's telling me, you know, what's going on, who's for me, who's not. He's telling me that I have to fight myself. He's telling me that I make a lot of the same mistakes. He's telling me that, you know, where I'm at in you know, how much of a chance I'm at, I have at getting out of it. He's telling me my faults. He's telling me things I need to work on, and I'm doing my best to address them and work on them and build on them every day. It's hard for me to accept these things, too. If I could just 100% accept everything he said right now and do everything he needed me to do, I'd be out of the situation. I wouldn't be talking about this right now. So I'm just trying my best to fight but remind myself you know like you have your own problems people have their own problems you know but if this mission weren't for me I wouldn't have it I know that I do like when people start reading their bibles though after they encounter God, I do like if they actually start changing things because it helps me. Excuse me, it helps God. I feel a big shift. Well, it may not be a big shift, but I feel a shift every time, you know, people start actually picking up their Bibles and let that encounter with God change them. I feel a shift. It helps. This is a real war. And if I can be left behind and he is with me everywhere I go, literally. He's with you everywhere you go to, you know. But to the point where you hear him through me. Then you need to understand how close we are to rapture. You do not want to be left behind. That's why I say it's a blessing that you get that right now. That means you still can make it in a rapture if you do what you need to do right now. You don't want to be left behind. People are taking this as a, you know, I don't know what it, what you call it, but people are really seeing this, okay, let's, let's make our life a living hell. In reality, what you should be doing is trying to get out of hell. That's what you should be trying to do because that's, to me, 
the biggest blessing he could he could ever offer you is for you to have encountered him and know what's going on, see what's going on and kind of put together, you know, what that means. You know, and, and have the opportunity to do that because the last thing you'll be able to say is, I didn't know that Jesus was God. I didn't know that Jesus was the Messiah. I didn't know that Jesus was the Alpha and the Omega. I didn't know that, it, you know, it was just God. Like, he was the only God. I didn't know that. I didn't know that heaven and hell was real. All of these I don't knows, you know, you won't be able to say I don't know anymore. You need to see it like that. Because he knows what you know. You got the I don't know you right now. You didn't get it on judgment day. Like that's mercy. God is merciful. He truly is. So that been on my heart all, all day. almost afraid of talking about it because I felt like people are going to want to shift away from him and stop fighting but you know you know I still feel it was necessary and honestly that's probably God that's most likely God saying that that is necessary for yeah, that's necessary. That part is necessary. It's good for them. So, yeah. Hopefully I was able to help, you know, and not hurt. I feel a shift now. It feels like, you know... feels like people are wanting to give up. I don't think anybody should let go. I think everybody should keep fighting. I'm not giving up. 